Welcome back to Potent Projections. We are flying high from the towers of Midtown, powered by the Beacon Center. As we hear the bells of Beacon Center ring, we can hear them even from the room we're in. I am here with my co-host, Chris Trussell. Chris, how are you doing this fine Tuesday evening? I'm doing really well. Um, ordered some Buffalo Wild Wings. It's currently on the way. Um, yeah, I'm buzzing. Buzzing? Buzzing. I know some of our league members, for non-fantasy football purposes, are not buzzing this evening. Uh, we were supposed to have a Mr. Skylar Lewis on the podcast tonight, and for Mariner reasons, he will not be attending tonight's pod. And, um... I think we need to discuss momentarily, is that the biggest botch in postseason history? The coach comes out, takes out the reliever, brings in Robbie Ray, who's supposed to be this stud, and within two pitches he gives off a, gives up a walk-off. Yeah, it, it might be. Uh, I'm going to be honest, I was in the parking lot ushering cars, and someone said that they were winning in the ninth, and I was like, oh, that's great. And then I heard a parent go, damn it, in front of all the children. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, I wonder what happened. But the good thing is, this is baseball, and there's two more games for sure. So the Mariners proved they can hang with these idiots. That's all right. They proved they can. And so, and uh, you know, I, I think we'd be reminisced, even though Skyler um, is is down bad. He did send us the PP, or sorry, not the PP, the Sky Weekly rankings. He did. And um, I hear you have some some thoughts there, Chris. I mean, well, first of all, we have to say what they are. And uh, do you want to read those down, 10 to 1? We've got Gary at 10, probably accurate. Gary has been putting up the fight. We want to give Gary a shout-out for getting his first one of the season last yes, week. As we, we missed our um, missed the pod last week for, for scheduling reasons. I'm doing my master's, and it poses difficult conflicts, but we're here this week. And also shout-out to Gary. Um you will not be America's stink of the week this week, as promised. Mm -hmm. As promised. Um, at nine, we got Josh. That's probably pretty accurate. Eight, Tim. Accurate. Seven, Alan. Accurate. Dad's got to pick it up this year. Seven, seven through ten. Yeah, that's Come not, on, boys. It's not a good look. It, it does suck when Alan gets a combined five points from his quarterbacks. <laughs> that's brutal. We'll get into that later. Austin, six. Accurate. Me at five. This is how I know these rankings aren't for real. I lose this week. I move up two spots. Last week, I win. I fall down two spots. 
This is confirmed that Skylar... I think you went down three spots, actually, because you went from four to seven, right? I might have been four, actually, yeah. So three spots. Skylar's just doing this to get a reaction out of me, at least with my spot. So, Skylar, you're doing well. But I know when it's time to rank me, you got this fucking little bug in your ears. <laughs> fucking telling you to do the wrong thing. Asa for getting bailed out last night by a not catch slash catch. Um, Skylar at three. That may have been the closest game that should have never been close. Other than yeah. the one earlier in the year where Skylar and I went, Skylar Hunter and I went head to head. I was, I wasn't devastated because I went into Monday night knowing that it was going to take a miracle to have a shot. So I got a little nice little taste of vanilla ice cream only to find out that it wasn't vanilla and it was just a stick of butter. Also, haters of vanilla ice cream can shove it. Because vanilla ice cream is awesome and um, I, don't, I don't like the hate for vanilla ice cream. Or chip, mint chocolate chip. Shout out Logan. It was a big hater of mint chocolate chip. He oh, can I shove he it. I love mint chocolate chip. No, he hates it. I think he loves it. Does he? I think so. Oh, wow. Logan, you must love it then. Okay. <laughs> well, someone in our league doesn't doesn't like it. Logan, oh, that's right. Logan's the biggest proprietor of it, right? Yeah, that's right. I, oh, okay. That's right. He, good. Okay. And sneak peek, Logan is going to get to get a little taste of Latavius Murray this week. Oh, man, you're going to do it, aren't you? I am. I don't believe you for a second. And we've got Logan at two. Um, that's a fair spot. And then we've got EJ and Hunter at one. I don't know what you promised, Sky, in exchange for this favorable ranking, but there you are at one. Didn't promise him anything. He just sees, he sees the number two and number four best running backs in the league, rankings-wise, um, on the same roster, and um, we'll we'll talk more about that. Don't worry. The rank. The yeah, but we have a lot in store for all of you tonight, especially me and Hunter. And the league this year is shaping out to be like it was two years ago. What are we at? Four we, teams, five teams, or six? I think five. Five teams at three Potential and Potential of seven if you were to... No. If who was to win? If uh, someone could have won that would have pushed it. I can't remember who. But uh, Regardless, it's yeah. tight. And I think I need to be addressing this moving forward, as I do every Monday night for the past three weeks. Shout out to Hunter. He reminded me of the certified skid. So currently we have a certified skid of Skyler. We have a certified skid of Gary. We have a certified skid of EJ and Hunter. And we have a certified skid of I need to find Josh. And Josh might be on a super skid if he keeps it up. <laughs> what is a certified super skid? A certified super skid is, is that four or more? Four or more. Okay. And that only... And Gary avoided the super skid, didn't he? Gary did. Well done, Gary. And Gary is only two games back. He's Yeah, no, he, he, could, he can get in there. And Gary's... A, we've said this on the pod many times. Gary does not lay over. Even when he changes his team to mucho hate... <laughs> He still fights, and we love that about you, Gary. He's a fighter. I I would expect a little bit of a run from Gary moving forward. Um, And with that, looking forward to bringing on our first guest. Our first guest of the evening, because we'll have multiple guests. We will. um, Will be the former perennial champion. Not so much anymore after the last couple of years. So 
Uh, in just a moment, we'll be bringing on Mr. Austin Schmaltz. Hi, pepperoni pizza. And for Valley Ranch. You're welcome. And thank you to our sponsors for once again powering our podcast and making sure that the PP is high and strong. Right, Mr. Schmaltz? We have Mr. Schmaltz with us this evening. Super excited to be here on such a, a highly regarded production. Um, what, what do you guys got for me tonight? Oh, I, mean, well, I was going to say um, you're also more commonly known as Schmaltz B, as known on this podcast. Is that correct? Uh, I mean, Ellen and I are going to find out who's the real uh, top schmaltz this week. That's true. Um, That's true. We have two, not one, but two, two. father-son matchups this week. Oh, what a week. It is. And, uh, you know, there were some we're, – we were talking about this just at the beginning here, Austin, about the how, how down bad Skyler is, um, about the Mariners. And um, – not only was he down bad, but now he is on the official skid list. So it's it's quite the uh, the the run here for people here in the league. And uh, what's your, where are you where are you at now? I mean, I I think Skyler could not care less about the skid after what happened to his uh, his poor Seattle Mariners. Uh, Truly losing in the most heartbreaking fashion possible. I, I don't think he's worried about his skid right now. I think he's just in the absolute dumps. I agree. Even when he should be worried about his skid, he maybe isn't because of the Mariners. <laughs> his team is in he, a he downward be so sad at one time. spiral. <laughs> well, Chris, what do you what do you got for him? Because you, you're, you're more quiet than you usually are. What's going on? Yeah, well, Chris, what's up? I'm no takes? I'm trying to fucking... He's holding his phone upside down, so I don't know what's going I'm on. I'm trying to see how far my fucking chicken wings are, and I'm not liking what I'm seeing. And I can't <laughs> seem to find the fucking time on any of these devices. Right there. So I was a little distracted. But now that I'm not distracted... I want to get your thoughts on the biggest surprises at running back this year. Since I know you love running backs. Yeah, you know I love to talk running backs. I mean, I'm, I'm here with, with half of the uh, the masterminds behind team, all caps, Josh Jacobs. So I don't, would be Don't worry. To... Don't worry, Austin. We have a full segment on that tonight. So <laughs> be ready for the long Okay, so I'm just adding into that. Well, I mean, you can't bring up the, the biggest surprises at running back without bringing up uh, Josh Jacobs. Uh, we spent all off season watching the team do stuff that made it seem like they didn't like him, and now he's just absolutely pillaging. But like, could we say that him pillaging has caused the Raiders to start one and four? When they don't utilize them, they tend to win. That's not true. The beginning of the year, they didn't utilize them, and they were getting smacked around like a. I don't think the Raiders are boxing. Pad. Have the Raiders been blown out yet? Or have they just had four fucking heartbreaking losses? I mean, I'm not sure about the scores, though. I just know that they started using him more, and they had more better chances in games after that. I mean, when they needed him most last night on a simple two-yard, two-point conversion, he's 
fucking dumbass decided not to break the plane. What a goddamn loser. Do you guys like going for two there? I do. I I thought I I don't know. I think you're playing to win. I I mean you you if if he's he gets it he's smart and they did stop the Chiefs after so I, it's it's all on Hunter Renfro in my opinion. No, Hunter no, Renfro no. slammed into oh, Devontae yeah, on a walk-in touchdown. No no it's no. not getting talked about enough and it's ridiculous. It wasn't Renfro's fault. Yes it's, it if was. If you watch the tape like I did this morning. Oh tape grinder baby. <laughs> You see that Renfro's route is to go up 10 yards and cut to the boundary line. Devontae was slow getting off the jam, and that's what caused the timing to be off. And, I mean, Devontae put up a hell of a night for me last night, so I'm not bitching at him. But if he learns how to catch a fucking ball on the sideline, we're not having this conversation. I don't know, I... It just seemed like a simple out that if Renfro would have even just looked at where he was running, he could have just sidestepped and gotten gotten around his guy who was open downfield. I think like he was more than open. That was a touchdown. But let's get Austin's thoughts real quick on Lamar Jackson. Because Lamar Jackson had such a good game on Sunday night that just proved he's worth three hundred million. He had like sub two hundred passing yards. Missed a few wide-open walk-in touchdowns, had an interception, was pretty much useless all night, and got bailed out by Justin Tucker. Now let's hear Austin's twisted fucking thinking behind that performance. I mean, plenty of quarterbacks have bad games. Um, to, to think that there's a version of Lamar where he has a, a good game for 17 games in a row, probably not true. So what about um, when he choked on a Tua dildo um, a few weeks ago? If if you count for like 400 and some yards of offense and like four or five touchdowns by yourself, you didn't choke. That's impossible. Well, if you're up 20 halfway through the third quarter and you can't ice the game, did you choke? If you want, If you want $300 million, you should be finishing that game. $300 million? That's the number I've heard floating around. Okay. I mean, the quarterback market just does that every year, and he's 25. Like, people act like he's not going to get any better ever. He's only going to get slower. He'll probably slow down a little bit in a couple of years, but he's been pretty healthy. They, I mean, they do need to draft some, some more wide receivers and probably try and find a new offensive coordinator in the offseason, but... There's definitely an even better version of Lamar that we just haven't seen yet. What are you basing that off of? Because I don't see anything that proves that statement to be correct. He had Hollywood Brown last year and Mark Andrews, arguably the best tight end and a top 20 receiver. And Duvernay's like this JV slash freshman team, Taysom Hill. And... I'm sitting here trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Anytime you can be JV Taysom Hill, that's well, you're right in the slot, baby. Taysom Hill, what had four accounted for four touchdowns this week? He was playing the Seahawks. Taysom, I'm so excited to see the Taysom Hill bids this week. Yeah, I full disclosure, you're gonna have to bid a lot of money if you want Taysom Hill over (laughs) a lot of fucking money. (laughs) I 
I am so looking forward to reading the uh, Chris, the I have, stupid little report tomorrow. And Chris, just I bet see you I got much Chris paid for Taysom. I've got a the bigger Taysom budget. bidding war of 2022. I might have a $84 bid in for Taysom. Yeah, he probably has an $8 bid on for him. Yeah, that seems more He's right. done this on the pod before where he's like, you're going to have to bid everything. and then You're going to have to. You want him, you're going to have <laughs> to pay. Like sub-price enforcement. It's like, this isn't even a real bid. Exactly. Imagine this. We're bitching over how much we're going to bid on Taysom. I don't see anybody bidding for Lamar. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, because that would—that's how it works with Lamar being already on a roster. And then let's talk about his uh, most second most recent performance and the choke job to the Bills. I mean, the Bills defense is is really scary. Uh, they're really really good. Uh, I think what we really need to be talking about is spicy Kirk Cousins being unable to capitalize on a battered. Ravens secondary, and just also not figuring out cover two. Spicy Kirk is baffled. EJ, wait, what are we doing here? Kirk, wait, sorry, a Kirk on a Ravens secondary. Spicy, Spicy Kirk Cousins, Joe Burrow. Oh, I didn't. I wasn't picking Austin, up what you were putting does down. Does Joe Burrow like to eat? I, I would like. I would like to talk about Joe Burrow for a second. Can I take the floor here? You can. That's exactly what I wanted. I. Love Joe Burrow. And he is fucking ass this year. Ass. He is sucking. I don't know what he is choking on. But it's not... He's not playing at all like the gunslinger he was last year. And it's really frustrating as someone that really likes him and knows what he can do. He's just... He's playing like he's scared. I don't I don't understand it. So it's really frustrating. Does Zach Taylor have to go? He does. He does. He absolutely he totally has does. to go. He so has to go. Well, he he crumbled when T couldn't play. Like, he decided that screens and little, like, three to seven yard throws were the way to do it when T wasn't playing. And it was like, what are you doing, man? Well, food for thought, and I'm just throwing this out there. I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole, but for our listeners, you can ponder this. Is Joe Burrow a version of Russell Wilson that Pete Carroll had to deal with last year. No. Is Joe Burrow ruining Zach Taylor's prime? No. Shut up. Shut up. That's for the viewers to decide. You are kicked out. You are kicked out. That is is heinous. Heinous, sir. I don't know. Okay, we need to talk about Derek Carr for a second then, who looks like he played... Football in the 1960s. What did Derek Carr do wrong this Lose. week? It's not his fault the defense can't stop shitty teams. They stopped oh. the Chiefs when it mattered. They couldn't st- We're not talking about the guy, the dickhead, who probably lost his job this morning, holding when Kansas misses a field goal, and then Mahomes gets a bailout call like he always does. You know... He's the next Tom Brady with the calls. Oh. Tom got bailed out, and now Mahomes is getting bailed out. I applaud you. Tom is the, well, Tom is literally known for famously botched calls. 
Tom is, he is literally, he has known for the worst call in NFL history, the tuck rule. Tom is a city boy, and he's slowly surpassing he, he Ryan Seacrest as America's sweetheart. He won a championship <laughs> on a rule that was changed after he won that championship. I mean, six rings. That's horrible. Six, six rings. He's back. He's slinging it. The Bucks are back. He has four rings. He won two off of straight-up penalties. The Bucks are back. That is confirmed. And we've got Leonard Fournette captaining... Well, co-captaining that four or five-headed beast they've got down in Tampa. You thought Hurricane Ian was bad? Wait till these guys get rolling. Oh, boy. Oh, that <laughs> All right, Austin, I'm going to close with this. What would you say is your most outlandish take so far through five weeks league-wide? And what is your more, more level-headed take league-wide? Okay. About like a specific team or are you looking nope. for something about a player? General, just if you have a take to throw out there that's outlandish okay. or about a player or a team or a person. Um, wow. Okay. Putting you on the spot a bit, but we're picking your brain. It's got to be some sort of running back slander. Um we would be unnatural I mean, if it wasn't. Here, here's a level-headed take. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is was a terrible first overall pick. Agreed. Uh, and he's wrong. going to continue to prove that through the rest of the year. And it's just... It was pure cowardice. Uh, Chris is upset about that one, Austin. Over Christian McCaffrey, whose role is still absolutely crazy, even on a team that's terrible. Uh... It's, I mean, you could have taken Cooper Cup, but some people think they got to get a running back there. You just, you blew it with, with Jonathan Taylor. And he's not going to bury you. He's going to be fine. But it's definitely going to be a pick you wish you had back. Wrong. Just wrong on so <laughs> many fucking levels. Okay, and then what's my more... That was, this, that was the level-headed take, Chris, not the outlandish one. Well, it wasn't yeah. level. It was stupid. <laughs> That was a level how to take. Um, uh, I don't know if this one is is level headed. I think it's level headed, but I think the people aren't ready to hear it. Oh, here we go. Uh, the first overall pick in the the next next year's draft should be Josh Allen. Mm. I he is. I thought Logan was not so smart doing what he did, and. Now I think he's super smart. <laughs> the all of the, if you look at like the the war the value over replacement stuff in super flex leagues like it just says you gotta fucking go for it on the quarterbacks and I mean the guy is a lock for like twenty five to thirty points and can go for forty and he could do that again like every single week and that's just so crazy valuable to have that I mean he's he's the first overall pick. He's averaging 30 points a game. and Yeah, like the cat's out of the bag. He's just absolutely owning. And Logan's going to be super mad to hear this because the jig is up for him. But, yeah, Joshy Allen 101 next year. Logan's going to have to pull his manager powers and give himself first pick to, to get him again. Oh, he's going to do it. You know he's going to do it. Oh. All right. Well, any closing remarks, Austin? Thank you for coming on the pod. 
Oh, thank you for having me. Uh, it's always great to, to make an appearance on the PP. I like to do this at least once a year. Uh, closing remark would be if you got like a kind of mediocre running back that you want to drop, uh, shoot me a text and let me know if I can go dumpster diving before you drop them. Got it. We will let you know if you want to go dumpster diving. We're down bad out here, boys. <laughs> well, thanks again, Austin. All right. Thank you, Austin, for coming on. And now our second guest of the evening, the highly esteemed Hunter Clark. Hunter, how are you doing this evening? I am doing fantastic. How are you doing, Mr. Uh, I'm just through the moon, Hunter. And uh, I hear we have a special segment planned. Hold on, hold on, tonight. hold on, hold on, hold on. Before Hunter spews whatever propaganda he's about to spew, I just want the league members to know I did not get to filter this before, so any bullshit you hear is directly from two dipshits of the league. Yeah, we would never let Chris filter us. Would we? Have? <laughs> you know, I would say something, but, you know, my father taught me not to uh, take shots down at people, and Chris is lower in the standings than us, so I'm not going to say anything to him. Oh, I couldn't oh. agree more, Hunter. Uh, if... If you've been on a skid, certified skid, let me know. I, I know I haven't. You, sir. Have you been on one? We're on a three-game winning streak. You have been on a certified skid. You guys are certified skidders. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hunter, we're, we're not here to talk about a skid, are we? We're here to talk about one player in particular. You know what? I, I just want to go out on a limb here and say that all the other league members were dipshits by not drafting Josh Jacobs. Every I mean, single one of them. Incorrect. I mean, let's look at this man's production the last uh, three weeks in particular. At oh. Tennessee, he had 66 yards on 13 attempts, got 14.7 points. So he was trending up. Okay, He's been doing nothing but trending up since week one. I'm going to go back to week one. Hunter, I'll interject. When they didn't really give him very very many opportunities once they started giving him opportunities he started trending upwards exactly so let's let's look at these stats here okay i'm gonna go off points because that's all that matters okay week one points 8.3 week two 9.1 okay slow start we were thinking okay maybe we got to get rid of them maybe we were you know maybe we might have been wrong but then week three comes around 14.7 points like okay yeah we'll, we'll keep him in just see what happens and my God, when they went to Denver, he put up 34 and a half points. Two TDs, 144 yards, 28 attempts. Okay, we thought maybe, uh, you know, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's a fluke. Uh-uh. Kansas City, 21 attempts, 154 yards, and a tug. 30 points. Oh, my God, this man is doing nothing but going up. And he's doing nothing but producing week in and week out. And we got him in what, seventh round? Seventh round, the 69th pick. Hunter. So for 40. Oh, it was meant to be. It was. So 40% of his games have been very good. And you guys are bricked up about that. So I just want, this is, this is what I have to take into consideration, Chris. He was our seventh round pick. All we heard all the year after we drafted him was how horrible of a pick that was and how we could have got anybody else and it would have been better. And he's the number four running back in fantasy right now. You cannot say that everybody was wrong except for us because we drafted him and we believed in him. I That's right. We stuck with our guns. That. 
And we knew, we knew that in Las Vegas, that the number two running back had knees of glass. Yeah, but everyone was... Both legs, he's blown out his ACL or his MCL or whatever it is. And, oh, my God, did we take a little a little risk here? And it's been paying off. It has been, Hunter. And, man, uh, I want to commend you for your good work in uh, taking that risk. You know what, EJ? I want to commend you for uh, believing in uh, believing in something here and, and sticking to our guns. I right. just love that you guys are just fired up that he's had – in 40% of his games, he's done something. The other 60%, he's been Chris, useless. You, you sent the only text that mattered just last night. In all caps, I was wrong about Josh Jacobs, and that's all we needed to hear, buddy. You're right. And see how easy... Hold on, hold on. See how easy it is to admit when you're wrong? But you're, even, you're backtracking right so, now. No, I'm just saying you're bricked up over 40% of his games being good and 60% being bad. Right. The ceiling Wait, is hold high. On, hold on. EJ, while, while you got Chris on the pod here, why don't you go ahead and look up the definition of a skid? Because he thinks that trending upward is a skid. So, no, I don't you've know if been honest. Got... You've, you have had a certified skid. The fucking... How so? Because you lost two in a row. That's what a skid is. What so... about the last three weeks? Well, yeah, you're not on a skid now, but you have been on a skid this year. As so, I... what about the last 365 days when you were winless? Oh, it's a new season, and I've not been on a skid. That was what we call a super uber mega skid. You that guys, might be the longest skid in league history. Oh, you guys are a couple of skid boys, and it's okay. Hunter, he's ta- he's like he's redirecting his suppressed anger from last year when he was on the longest skid of all time, and yes. it's okay. We can take it. You guys just love living in the past. Meanwhile, I've built a team. No, we're we're talking about Josh Jacobs. That's what this co- this, I'm this talking segment is about, about. The fact that I have not been on a skid, and you two have. That's fine. He's we on, have... he's, he just was bragging about building a team that's been on the uh, skid the last two weeks. <laughs> I have not he's been not on, on a skid. He's not on a skid I, yet. I don't think you understand what a skid is. A skid is losing two games in a row. Well, actually, a skid is you... an act of sliding or skidding. Yeah, and you guys skidded all the way down the leaderboard the first two weeks. <laughs> and look where we are now. <laughs> We've risen from the grave. But... We have risen. <laughs> You guys are in deep shit this week. Yeah, are we? You are. Chris, I, I, I have it on record that General Allen is going to send you into the Skidmark City. Wrong. I've got General Allen's kryptonite, and that's Latavius Murray. I think Lieutenant Allen's going to be sending me to the dark side. <laughs> Lieutenant Allen is going to eat more turf than Joe Burrow on Sundays. Oh, we don't need to drag <laughs> Joe into this. We've already talked enough about him. I better go get my chicken wings. Bottom line is, you two are bricked up over two good games. Oh, you know, Hunter, and I'm just going to ignore the buzzing mosquito I'll, I'll in the room. I'll leave the viewers with this. The skid, the skid boys are going to talk for a minute in private. Make sure they don't jerk each other off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What an idiot. That's all I have to say. Well, Hunter, any closing remarks about our Lord and Savior, Josh Jacobs? Just want to say that... All the, to all the haters out there, we're just going to be looking at you in the rearview mirror as we keep putting up big points with both of our running backs being top five guys in the league. And then just a solid team that we've built. And I pray that anyone who uh, that uh, we play 
just isn't personally offended because it's going to be bad. I agree. And Hunter, you know, my closing. Skip, 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 skip. <laughs> All I have to say is I really hope people continue to hate Andras Jacobs because he seems to, to lean into it, to really feed, he off, really of feed off of it. He does. He does. He listened to all the hate from this group, and he said, how about a couple of 34-point games for you? That's right. All right. Well, thank you again, Hunter. Thank you for having me on. I love doing it and can't wait to continue doing it in the future. Thank you to both of our amazing uh, league members that are that came on for this evening. And, you know, we're going to jump right into the matchups here, Chris. And like we mentioned before, we have a couple of dad versus son matchups this week. We do, and they're spicy. They are spicy. And we're going to start off with one of them, which is Allen versus Austin. Allen versus Austin. A versus B. A versus B, and it's not going to be close. Really? What are you thinking there, Chris? I'm thinking Allen is going to destroy Austin. Austin, if I had to... Hmm. Austin's going to be begging to come back home after this beating that Alan's going to put on him. But then if he's getting beat, would he want to go home? I don't know. <laughs> it's tough to say. <laughs> but I mean, just looking at Austin's dusty team, he's playing Matt Stafford, who is totally fucking finished. He's starting the second best running back on Tampa. who He's soliciting running backs for sex and money, I've heard. Yeah, he really is. In fact, um, I'll, t I'll touch on that later, but Rashad White, when's he going to get on the field? That is Lenny's team. And then he's got Mozart, Dust, Jefferson solid. Davis is either hit or miss. Godwin is very solid. Njoku is a, a very good tight end. Ian Davis is going to catch three balls a game. Two of them might be touchdowns. Yeah, exactly. But. And, you know, CeeDee Lamb is good and he's bad. And you've got Dak coming back potentially Sunday night, which automatically... I, come back. I think he comes back the following week. The day he comes back is the day CeeDee's stock goes down the toilet. Because Dak is dust. Dak will throw the ball to Gallup. He, he, likes, he likes Gallup more than CeeDee. He does, and he's just not a better quarterback than... Fucking Cooper Rush, who's never That's lost. Not true. He's never lost an NFL game. As a starter. Yeah, he's four and As a starter, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not his fault. He has to go in and clean up fucking Dak's skid marks. And then, I mean, yeah, look at Allen's got Stevenson, Cup, who's just got. We gotta, we gotta figure out. He's gotta figure out his quarterback situation for this week. But well, Bridgewater might be in, but so might Tua. If Tua plays, it's a crime against humanity. If Tua plays, he is in deep shit. I mean, you can go pick up P.J. Walker. <laughs> <laughs> or Skylar, what is it? Skylar, uh, Skylar Thompson? Skylar Thompson, yeah. So basically, Alan, you are begging the Bridgewater plays. Um, but I don't think this is close. I think Austin's team is in complete disarray. And I think he's going to showcase that by being the first... League member, correct me if I'm wrong, to put up sub 100 points. Sub 100 points. I think we've seen 100, sub 100 points. I think we need to go back if, and look. If we did, it was Gary. <laughs> well, that's a quick quick snap snap judgment there. No one, Gary was close week one, but he didn't quite get it. Uh, no one week two. We went on to week three. No one week three. Chris, you were close. Ooh, Gary was 99.3. Um, 
What? Who's regarded? Fucking Buffalo Wild Wings, idiots. What happened? They're stealing my money, not giving me goddamn ranch. Ooh. Chris bitching about his food again. What's new? Nothing. Alright. Well, shitty. we have... <laughs> we have a meltdown in, uh, in, in here, folks. Chris is now... Throwing his wings against the floor? I mean, what is this? What are you doing, man? I'm trying to figure out what kind of sauce this is. Well, as he figures <laughs> out how to not be regarded, uh, we're going to finish up our picks here on Allen versus Austin, which Chris has clearly said that Allen is going to blow him out. I think that Allen's quarterback situation is a little too dicey for me to pick him this week. Um, but I'm still going to do it. Uh, Allen over Austin against Bigger Bench Brigade. I think both go to 3-3 three and three in the clash of the schmaltzes. Um, we're going to move on to the next matchup of the week, which is the my matchup, which is Tim versus Hunter Nijay. Tim versus Hunter Nijay. And, you know, we'll be missing a very integral piece of our team this week, which is going to be hard to overcome, uh, which is Josh Jacobs. Shout out, Josh Jacobs. Where is um, his quarterback? Um... He oh, he, uh, he has Ryan Tannehill who's on a bye, and he might have Ryan Tannehill or Tua, but um, that's still up in the air big time. So he's gonna probably have to figure out a quarterback situation, unless Tua plays, which he won't. Then, um, but I'm I'm feeling pretty good about our, our team this week. Our team's rolling. I think they're gonna continue to roll. We have a lot of really solid players. We're not winning because we have one or two guys putting up big performances. We have very solid all around play. Do you have depth? Um, we do have depth. We've put up a hundred and ever since our week one, where we put up a dud, we've put up a hundred and fifty points plus each week, and um, with consistency all around the roster. So uh, I'm picking us in this week. Well, I think your bias is showing. Uh, my bias is showing, and that's fine with me. You know, Jalen Hurts has got a tough matchup. Looking at your matchups. Herbert potentially has a tough matchup. Yeah, but you just never know. It could be. It, they could be good defensively. We've got Daniel Jones against the Ravens. I mean, you guys got some tough matchups, but Tim's team is looking interesting this week. I don't want to slander him too much, but anytime you can... Spend a first-round pick on Najee Harris. You got to do that. I think there's no way Najee hits projection this week playing Tampa. I don't think there's a way that Najee would be draft. If we were to redraft today, I don't know if Najee. He would be like a sixth-round, fifth-round pick. He might go lower than Jacobs. He would definitely go lower than Jacobs. What are you talking about? I mean, if we were to redraft today, not a couple weeks ago, today, people would take Josh Jacobs in the third round, at least. No. Yes. Third round, no. Maybe. Second or third round? No, maybe fourth. Why would you not take the fourth best running back in the in fantasy? Because he's had three. If I knew what I knew now, I know he's either dynamite or he's ass. He, ever since he has gotten the touches, he's been phenomenal. And he even looked great when those when he was in the other game. He just wasn't getting the touches. And now he's getting catches, too. He's getting he has five a game in the last three he games. He had so. fucking 19 touches. And for, for those of you that are saying 
They're talking too much about Josh Jacobs. I'll say his name a thousand times because of the slander we got. Josh Jacobs, Josh Jacobs, Josh Jacobs. Us by a billion. Chris, what do you got for that? I'm picking Tim. That's fine with me. He's going to put you one game away from a skid. <laughs> one game away from a skid? You're on your way to a skid this week. But I haven't been on And skid. we'll be getting on to our next matchups after another ad from our very loyal sponsors. Hidden Valley Ranch makes pizza extra. I'd like to shout out Hidden Valley Ranch because fucking Buffalo Wild Wings had a stick up their ass and didn't give me my goddamn ranch. I don't want the chicken wings without ranch. God damn it. And now we'll continue with the regular scheduled program. <laughs> I think we need to dive a little bit more into this issue, Chris. You seem a little upset. Want to talk about it? I mean, $36... For wings. Thirty-six dollars. You paid thirty-six dollars for that. And macaroni. For how many wings? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. It was the same price if I went there. There was no delivery fee. There was no delivery. Fee. No delivery fee tonight. Mm -hmm. Buffalo to Wild Wings is known for screwing over hardworking Americans with their prices. The last thing I think they do wrong is not give me four ranches when I specifically asked for them. Now my whole meal's ruined. I don't even want to eat. Well, now that we're feeling really down on ourselves, I think we need to talk about the American stink-off of the week, Chris. As promised, it's not going to be Gary. Gary, do not worry. We have put this promise to you. I know we didn't put through the pod last week, but it is not the Smith battle this week. It is Skyler versus Josh. And, Skyler, you may be saying, why the hell are they always putting me in the stink-off of the week? And I'll let you answer that question for yourself. In America's stink-off of the week, Chris... Who you got? I'm going to pick... Ugh. It's a lot harder than I thought it would be. I think I'm going to pick Skyler to get the win, even though I don't want to. I don't let my bias show, so I think Sky's going to win. But, I mean, look at this team. He's got LaFraud. Jonathan Taylor has only been bad this year because we... As a league collectively, grossly overestimated how good Matt Ryan is. Matt Ryan right now is like a 2 p.m. stripper. This has nothing to do with the quarterback. Though. It has everything to do with the quarterback. I think year. right now I could go out and guard people that Matt Ryan's throwing to because one, he doesn't have the gusto to throw That's, it further than 15 true. yards. Two, if anybody pressures him, he just collapses. And three, he's not accurate. So teams, we've seen this before, and we'll see it again. When there's bad quarterback play, good running backs suffer because the teams just say, we don't respect you, we're going to stack the box. Just like we saw in Jacksonville with Lenny. What's he do? He gets a good quarterback, and now he's God, Lambo Lenny. So I'm not going to – Jonathan Taylor's fine. It's Matt Ryan that sucks. And with all that said, ooh, Skylar does have Harness Boy. I'm changing my pick. I'm going, I'm going Josh <laughs> and a blowout. Blow the defending champ. Champions adjust. Oh, man. Josh is going to have to figure out his tight end situation because 
Darren Waller let him down bigly um, this week. Um, even though I don't, I don't know if he would have been able to with, with Mr. Jacobs putting up a godly performance. But I think that Sky's team will rebound this week. He's got a pretty solid roster. All with all this, even with all the slander that Chris has given, um, he's got a he's got a good squad here, and uh, I I still think he's going to regret trading away Waddle. I think he will regret it come season end. He's banking on playing Curtis Samuel the rest of the year, which is a bad, bad move. And uh, I, I just think it's a bad – I think it was a bad trade. We'll see how it plays out for him. But this is the battle. We, we, we cannot not talk about this, Chris. This is the battle of two skids. It is. And they would – the losing team will be on the brink of a super skid. They will. And Josh will be gunning for his second skid of the year. <laughs> A two-time skitter. <laughs> what is a two-time skitter called? A super skid. Is that called Skitter Matthews? Yeah, Skitter Matthews. <laughs> um, I do want to know that Skyler's saving grace has been the best quarterback in the National Football League this year. And Geno Smith. Is that Lamar Jackson? Oh. Geno. Geno did not write back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what this offense has always been about. We've just been held hostage by Russell Wilson and Sierra. Yeah, I'll say his two best performances of the year have been against two of the worst defenses in the league. But the Saints are good. They are. They're not great. They're, they're very solid at defense. And they've got arguably the NFL's best weapon in Casey Hill. And we're moving on on that note. <laughs> Uh, we have the stink off of the week, and then we'll move on to one of our final matchups, which is Logan versus Chris, which is a pretty high-powered matchup we have with two two winning record teams playing against each other, which is the only matchup we have this week of winning match winning record matchups. Chris, fun fact. So I'm going to start. Actually, I'll let you start off since it's your matchup. Well, if you're scouring the scoreboard this fine evening or tomorrow evening, you're going to see Latavius Murray in the flex spot. And I'm here to tell you, Latavius is playing this week, and he's going to have at least 20 points. Right now he's projected one, and it's gross. It's almost irresponsible by ESPN. But I'm telling you, he is going to be Logan's downfall, and it's going to be glory. I will say, if you actually roll him out there, I will give you a tip of the cap to roll out someone that bad. And I'll give you a tip. This is how I have pyramid. This is what I have to define your matchup this week. And it's in the form of a song. Bye-bye to your three Raiders players that are not playing this week. It's going to be a hard matchup for Battle of Mundican. Yeah, that's Tom Brady's ex-wife. Good Shout Lord. out to the city boy, Brady. Um, I think that Lieutenant General Josh Allen is going to write a letter of destruction and demolition when he dismantles Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday afternoon. Um, so I think that Logan will be eviscerating Chris's roster this week. In a devastating fashion. Based on what? What do you mean, based on what? I just gave it to you. You're 
Vegas boys are out this week. You're going to play Latavius Murray. A Trussell truther. Logan has a very solid roster minus his running backs, which are a pretty bad situation. And if T. Higgins plays this week, it might be a big-time blowout. <laughs> you look, if you notice, I replace one stack with another. I designed my team very specifically. Corey Davis and Zach Wilson are going to be nuclear. And I don't think we're putting enough respect on Zach Wilson's name. All he's done since he's been um, playing in 2022 was win games. And I can see that continuing. I think Kyle Mur Kyler Murray will have a big week. And I plan on playing him in DFS. But Josh Allen, you guys have been sucking him off all night. I think he's due for a sub-10 point game. Oh, yeah, I wonder who. There's, Chris, there's also a pressing matter that we need to discuss. Can you uh, can we discuss it real quick? Yes. Um, and this is straight from the mouth of Skyler, who does not have the strength to speak tonight. But he wants to ask, what do you think? There are there are people questioning the character of the players that you've drafted this year. You already have one suspension. And okay. You might have a second suspension. Let me address. And this. you have a pl a player that's in a divorce problem with his marriage and. A, the second quarterback on your team is trying to steal the woman that he's in a divorce, getting a divorce with. So, let me, so it's turmoil let, let in Trussell City. Let me address the first one. If you raise, if you have a kid, and the dads, you can feel free to tell me if this is correct or not um, via private message, or we can have you on the pod next week. If you have two kids and one's getting beat up, they weren't getting beat you up. Send, you would be proud of the other brother going in and protecting his brother. And that's what Mike Evans did. Did he was he, someone punching Tom Brady? Yeah. Fuck what's his no, name? What? Marcus Lattimore was trying was to assault. Looking at, he was looking He was trying at. to assault Brady. He was and Mike Evans, at. like a good protective brother, said, Not on my watch. He has, so if you want to slander him for looking out for one of his own, go ahead. Well then let's talk about the second potential suspension for Devontae Adams. Let's talk. What about do you have it. to talk about that? He just blatantly I saw, shoves a camera guy out of the way. Who's filed a police report? It's not good stuff. optics. I'll give you that. But what I saw was a heartfelt apology, full of remorse. I disagree. Um, I saw a tweet right after the game. I saw him address it, and oh, he tweeted. Oh, we got to let's let it go then. And I think Adams is going to give him a nice little payday. So he acknowledged his mistake, and. He's going to pay the man. That man's not going to be upset. He might get a million bucks. Are we going to get mad at Adams for giving him a milli? Uh, we are going to get mad at him for assaulting somebody. Well, the character of the players is... In, I think... I think is, what everyone needs to take away is that the character of the players that you drafted are in question. That's all that people need to know. No, there's no question marks. There is plenty is of question marks. A classic narrative to spin my team... In the wrong direction. And we're not going to have it. We're going to be stronger than ever. Well, this is going to lead us into the Jimmy John's shootout of the week. The Jimmy John's shootout of the week. And this is the father-son matchup that everyone has been anticipating. Gary versus Asa. Gary versus Asa. And in this matchup, it is a not only respect to Gary, who uh, we promised would give him respect, but is also... An interesting matchup in itself, Chris. I think 
Gary has a slim chance. Not, not, not sorry, not just a slim chance. A sneaky chance in this matchup against Asa. I would agree. <laughs> Great. We'll just leave it at that. Let's not even talk about the matchups. I think that um, Asa's quarterbacks stink more than a rotten cheese that was thrown into the trash can dumpster of a Wendy's. Um, don't how I know, don't ask me how I know that. Um, and I think that his running backs are really good, but they could break and fall apart at a moment's notice. And his wide receivers are a little touch and go other than Metcalf, who's been really solid. I mean, Brown has been really – actually, Brown's been really good too. Tyreek's been a little hit or miss. He's been really good or average. And um, Marquise Brown might be actually one of the steals of the year, drafts of the year, because – just the amount of targets and attention he's getting on that roster is really awesome. But um, I believe in Gary. I'm a Gary truther. Um, Gary, I'm with you. I'm backing you up in this matchup. I'm taking you to beat your son, not physically, <laughs> in the matchup, to beat him beat him up big time. Uh, I'm taking Gary. I'm going to take Gary, too, and it's going to be because of Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has been nothing short of spectacular this year. And I think he's going to continue big performances this week. So, Gary, good on you. Asa, good riddance. Chris, I'm going to read a text specifically that you sent about Wentz. Can I say that? You can. Word for word, Wentz has been stinky. He has. He was stinky. He said he's been nothing short of spectacular. He hasn't. Can Can stinky not be spectacular? I would like you to elaborate. I mean, have you ever seen a performance so bad that you're just like, you're marveling at it? You're like, yeah, how in are... Indianapolis, uh, Denver. Yeah. On Thursday. That was, that was stinky. And it was so stinky, we all were watching it at poker, and we couldn't take our eyes off it. And that's kind of what we got here, except we've got big play potential from the red-headed monster. I think this is the week Debo blows up. Is what, uh, what people are saying. I think Debo gets 30 plus points this week. Carries Gary to a victory. Yeah, I'm with I'm with you on that. All right, and that's going to lead us to our final and most anticipated segment, as my computer is looking to die on us. Um, is our parlay of the week, Chris? Do you have anything spicy for the people? Um, no, but yes. No, but yes. And the reason it's no but yes is because I'm pulling up matchups as we speak. Ah, uh, got it. I think the Jets plus seven is free money. I think the Niners minus five and a half is free money. And I think... Minus five and a half, not nine. Yeah, five and a half. And I think the Hawks plus two and a half is free money. And that's a 627 payout. All the viewers know I've yet to be wrong this year on one of these, so that's my that's my parlay. I have the parlay of the century for you, Chris, and it's just it's too good. Okay, we have Bills minus two and a half. That might be my favorite bet. I like that of the weekend. That is part of this. Um, I have the Vikings minus three over the Dolphins. I like um, that. This is a good line to take before any news of quarterback. I like the Vikings even. Uh, to cover even if Tua plays. Um, I think coming off of not covering is a big 
big moment for them to kind of like push the push the issue. Um, I think the Bengals minus two is a really good play. Um, they play the Saints, and I damn it, Joe Burrow's going to do something this week. I just know it. Um, and then my uh, I'm I'm taking the Jets plus seven as well. I think that they cover cover that game, and those odds are plus twelve twelve oh four, so twenty to win. Let me take a look at that. Twenty to win two sixty. So. Um, those are those, that's the play. I Any like closing it. remarks for you, Trussell? Yeah, I'll be destroying Logan, and it's gonna be because of Latavius Murray. You heard it here, Logan. Nothing but respect. I wish you well, but I'm gonna bury you with a truther. All right. Well, as we say on the podcast, believe in yourself, but not as much as Chris Trussell believes in himself. Thank you. Good night, and suck it. <laughs>